Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Game Save Podcast. My name is Lee, and I am joined by Felicia. Hello. And we have a special guest, Zany, with us today. Hi. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. And we have him on because we have a super special episode, which we'll be talking about our game of the years for 2019. But that's a topic at the end of the podcast. Um, right now, we have um, a super special event that happened a few, what was it, two days ago, uh, which was the Game Awards 2019. Yeah. Um, this is, was the fifth show, I think, Jeff yeah. said. Uh, fifth, was the fifth annual. Show. It feels like it's been around longer than that. It does. But, um, damn, it really does feel like it's been around longer than that. But, yeah, anyway. Um, and uh, the Game Awards, you know, they kept kept hyping it up, not only for the awards themselves, like the deliberations, of course, were important, but uh, Jeff kept dropping hints and other studios as well that there were going to be big reveals at um, the Game Awards in 2019. And one of those big reveals came from Microsoft because they finally showed us what the Xbox Series X looked like. Now, if you don't know what that name is and you didn't see the Game Awards and you haven't been on the Internet... That is the name of Xbox uh, console that's coming out in holiday 2020. It's going to be named the Xbox Series X. So my question to Zany and to Felicia is, are we excited? Are we excited about the Xbox Series X? Um, <laughs> is excited a word we should use? It, uh, I mean, at this point, I'm just cautious whenever Microsoft releases anything very fair like even even with with the with the xbox one their their release was honestly it was just be well it wasn't disastrous it was just like a it like a, it was it was a mess it was a mess honestly yeah. Like, yeah. especially compared to to playstation definitely was but, a mess i mean yeah so far they just i guess stuck with announcing or not announcing but revealing the uh the actual console didn't really mm-hmm. go into depth regarding anything so yeah, I mean, yeah, good, good first step, but I mean, I don't know. It just I'm I'm not as excited, yeah, as yeah. I was for 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 the one or for the PlayStation Four. And honestly, I don't think I'll be as excited even when like Sony finally play, like actually announces the uh, the PlayStation Five like officially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't feel like from like this console generation didn't feel as significant as previous console generations like the upgrade from the three to the four mm-hmm. originally like first year year and a half it felt it big but over time i don't know like this console generation to me just wasn't that special like it was it was fine it was serviceable i mean i had a lot of i have you know countless memories of of enjoying games or, or what have you on the playstation but mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel as like a big part of, you know, my life, I guess, yeah. as the three yeah. or the PlayStation 2. Yeah. Yeah. I can resonate with that a lot, actually. Like, you know, uh, I want to say about five years ago, I went from playing on console. Well, oh, I was just I was just looking at you oh, while you were talking. I'm like I thought I was talking too low. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I'm just looking at you. Basically, I, I made the transition from console to PC, and 
since then, I just haven't really played on the PlayStation 4 at all. I can, I've, I can verify that for sure. I've never been an Xbox person, as we've talked about on the last podcast. So, um, but I've, I've watched, you know, the evolution of the Xbox over the course of the years. And I've seen how some of my friends who are Xbox uh, players have responded. And yeah, I remember Xbox One being kind of a sloppy launch because A, it didn't have that many exclusives to offer or that many games. And it did the whole um, online only thing, which did not go over well. And they backtracked on that and um, <laughs> pretty fast. I mean... Yeah, it was. It was. They had no choice. Yeah, um, and they kept the calling it the, the, yeah. the streaming yeah, machine. <laughs> streaming <laughs> because oh, yeah. there I were mean, no games. You stream Netflix, and <laughs> you know you got Prime Video on there, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the the original Google Stadia. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, like the Xbox Series X, um, it was formally referred to as Project Scarlet, which I was just like, really, that that's what we're that's what we're, we're doing for this. i mean it's such a better name than than the, than the actual name i mean i would prefer like, scarlet take, you know yeah, yeah you're right scarlet over 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 series but those over are just series like their, x the, the, it's those a lot are, of x's it's there's <laughs> have you guys seen the i'm, I'm sure you have it's I'm extreme sure in the acronym it's <laughs> for, for 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 project x or or, or series x good god you're already messing up the name this is like i'm just worried about what they're gonna name like the the uh you know like the four or five year like iteration of it the modified version of it there's only i'm always nervous there's only so many x's that you can put into the name like there's the xbox one x you know um and then now there's the xbox series x and yeah, it looks like a fucking computer. Everyone was talking about that. They're like, it's a, it's literally a black tower with a button at the top, and you know, you apparently you can use it horizontally. You're not limited to using it. I saw that too. Yeah, that, that, um, that's just how they presented it. But thank you, you do it Microsoft, to those of I mean, us who yeah. use regular TV consoles and do not have a shelf that is shaped like a computer tower. Um, but even then, like it, it looks, it looks sleek. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, but I hate the way it looks. I didn't say I liked it. It just says it looks sleek, but yeah, it, it's yeah, fine. I mean, it, it looks, it, look, it, def- <laughs> it definitely looks different. But, yeah, it stands I mean, out for sure. I mean, it, I mean, it, it has no choice. Like watch PlayStation, like make it a sphere. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. I yeah. really hope PlayStation. So, did you guys see the those um the dev kits? The dev yeah. kits. Yeah, I've seen it, them. I mean, they, to be fair, the dev kit, as wonky as it looks, it looks. It's fine. Like, I mean, it's fine. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind owning that stuff. Like, right. I don't mind, like, I don't like the the like the <laughs> the valley in the, in the I just, middle of it. Yeah, I was thinking it, that. Like, I'm. What I need is it looks I, like an alien spaceship. What I what I need is <laughs> is people to stop pretending like the shape of a console that's gonna sit on their inner on a desk somewhere is is the determining factor on whether they buy something or not. Like I need people to stop doing that. 
Like the I takes mean, online. It matters though. It matters. Does like, it matter though? If it was the Switch, I would say yeah, absolutely. But I can count how many times I've stared at my PS4. The thing is that play. Like, it's probably not probably twice. It's not I, the people who buy the consoles who've made that important. It's the it's the companies that have made that important because they have. But over the years, you've seen the evolution of how these consoles have looked and like the way that they looked has mattered so much. And like, I'm gonna be honest. Xbox has gone from like this big bulky like you know brick of a console to, to a this... bigger and bulkier brick of a console. No, it, it's gotten the Xbox One X is smaller. Yeah, and it's but the Xbox Series X is two times three times bigger than the OG Xbox, so I mean, yes, but still it's like they've made the Hoyt looks a thing and that's why people are making it a thing because they themselves have made the way a council looks such an important part of like the whole package let me tell you something if the xbox series x looks the way it does right now but it ends up having some amazing games on it let me tell you what i'm not gonna do (laughs) i'm not gonna care about how it looks i would tell you right now because like that's that's the thing that people are honing in on the way it looks you know hardware x y and z i'm like guys like what are we doing here why do we care about this so much what does it even matter if what we're going to play on it is dog shit, right? I mean, if what we play on it is great, then sure, it looks like a PC tower and and looks ugly as hell. But if what we play on it is awesome, I think that that, that would end up balancing itself out. We would only care if it's horrible. Like the Xbox One, the first model, it looked like a VCR and people still call it that and make fun of it because it ended up being really bad. But if it was really good, maybe we wouldn't talk about it as much. Maybe we would. This is the thing. Maybe we wouldn't care. I think it's. I think for people like us who care about which launch console they're going to decide to get. Yeah. You know, because that's the thing. There are people out there that buy want both, but have to settle on one. You got to make a choice, right? And yeah. If I have to choose between the PlayStation and the Xbox and the Xbox looks like a piece of garbage and the PlayStation 5 looks like a snack, I'm going to go for the PlayStation 5. That's wild. You would go for the PlayStation 5 even if like the games coming out for no it looks sus. Yeah, like but we game- know that's not going to be a thing because PlayStation always has exclusives. I know they have exclusives, but I'm saying what if they're just not great looking you would still be like yeah i'm gonna get it because not great looking why wouldn't they be great looking i'm giving you an example we don't no. know what they look like right now they haven't we shown do. Us we've anything. seen footage of like spider-man on the playstation 5 we have yes there has been footage not of, seen that. Weird. of spider-man like yeah like a like six months like a year ago i have I'm, not I'm seen really- that <laughs> It's I have not fun. seen yeah, that it was, on a PlayStation yeah, a 5. Like a, Shit, I uh, must have been under a rock then. But, uh, but I mean, I've never like, seen that. Going this back is, to, to, to yeah. the Xbox thing, it like this is the only piece of information people have to go on at this point. Like just the way the console looks. At the end of the day, when something this big, whether we're personally excited about it or not, when something this big get, gets announced, people are gonna just lose their minds over any piece of information that gets out. And so far, it's just the shape of the console. Like, people yeah. have nothing to talk about other than That's the shape true. of the console. Yeah. So, I mean, for I mean, it, it's still good for, for, for Microsoft. I mean, people are, are talking about your about your console. So, 
This is what I will say about the next generation Xbox Series X. It has nothing to do with the way it looks, for <laughs> what I have to say. But ever since, yeah, the direction when they started with the Xbox One was misguided and completely far and away from what a video game console is supposed to look and feel like. They did end up changing the landscape of what a console can do with the 360 and that forced the hand of, you know, Sony and a lot of other companies to start including things like, excuse me, start including things like streaming apps and more media-based applications, you know, which is something that they sort of, you know, started mold creating the mold for. But then in the Xbox One, they completely went extreme with it. And yeah, it turned into a streaming box, quite literally, because that's what it was, you know, marketed as. And, you know, it wasn't appealing to a lot of different companies and, and they didn't really care about having exclusives. And once once Phil Spencer stepped in halfway through you know, it was like too little, too late. It was like that kind of situation. Like, cool, you jumped in. You got someone that cares about video games, but you know, PlayStation Five is way far in ahead. I mean, PlayStation Four is way far in ahead mm-hmm. um, with 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 what they're doing. And catching up isn't even a feasible thing that you could, you know, even try. All you could do is try to like, you know, put out put out what you know whatever fires you can, and then think about the next the next step and. This is why I'm excited because this is Phil Spencer's chance at directing a console from start to finish. And I want to see if his, you know, all all of his talking of games first, you know, building relationships, you know, um, buying out studios, if all of these things are going to mean something in this next generation. And that's what excites me. You know, when, when, when you talk about someone that's looking at a game first, you know, has a game games first mentality. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about that. So I I can't wait for E3. I know we're gonna hear more about some of the games oh, that are E3's gonna show gonna up for Xbox Series X as well as PlayStation probably Five. Probably one of the better E3s. In, yeah, uh, I, I mean a, this might while. be one of the better E3s in in, in quite a while. So can, can I, can't I say wait. something about that about Xbox? Oh no, Series uh, X. Uh, no podcast over. God I'm just, damn it! I'm just joking. Go ahead. So. This okay. I know I give Xbox and Microsoft a hard time, and they deserved it this round. I they mean, it. It, it's nothing personal, really, because I don't, I don't play on Xbox. But you know, s- someone who works in the industry and has to keep up with all the news that goes on in it, uh, a lot of what Phil Spencer has said about the next generation is pretty exciting. You know. He talked a lot about cross-play, which is a big deal for gamers. You know, they want to be able to play with their friends regardless of what console they're on and not have to be forced into buying another console just so they can play a game with their friends. Um, He's talked a lot about um, streaming, game streaming, like xCloud and all that fun stuff. And I think that if any console is going to get it right, I think it would probably be the Xbox just because they have the Azure servers and you know, those have proven to be great for, you know, a lot of games use them and seem to do really well with them. And, you know, just being more open to the fact that um, gamers shouldn't be limited 
you know they should be able to play yeah however they want to play and and where they want to play where they want to play yeah whatever platform they want to play for sure and i think sony kind of rubbed me the wrong way by not trying to they were a little snobby they're not trying to play along you know um they've started to open up the to the idea of cross play a little bit more which is cool it's funny that stadia was the thing that forced their hand on it yeah (laughs) that's hilarious um stadia is a whole another topic though but um yeah, I think in that regard, I think next gen right now, Xbox would probably have the upper hand in terms of like Phil Spencer just saying all the fucking right things. Also, yeah. I mean, honestly, studios it's, it's, love him. I don't know what it is about him, but studios like freaking love this guy. I mean, Microsoft has money. Uh, and they well, they can... had money before, but they didn't have the right person talking to these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. And, um, and honestly, it's just overall, it's kind of hard for Microsoft to have as bad a launch as it had with with the with the One X. Oh, you're saying you know rock bottom type of deal, like you already yeah, saw like rock bottom. Was, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I like have to agree. I mean, it, their, their, you know, yeah. I have even to... <laughs> like thinking of the exclusive that came out with with like at launch with the One, the only thing I can think of is Sunset Overdrive. I cannot think of a single other thing, game that came out. out that was game. a good game. That it was, was it a, was a fun game. game, but it was, it was not a game. game worth buying a console for. No. Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. not at all, but I it agree. was a good game. You know? You know, they Definitely got Halo not... Infinite. That's a, that's a launch We'll see game. what that looks like. And then what we'll was the other what game they like. announced but for aren't, aren't, uh, it? Hellblade 2. Oh, yeah, Hellblade. Yeah, not, not, not to spend too much time on this, but isn't Halo, like, notoriously known for having just god-awful launches? I remember the, the Master Chief Collection launch was a Ooh. whole mess i mean yeah, i mean yeah that that was i mean that wasn't a great like introduction to the next gen for halo for sure yeah mm-hmm. um halo 5 if i remember was was fine mm-hmm. um i just think people had issues with where the story was headed but i think multiplayer and stuff i think that that was fine um yeah, and, and the halo reach remastered on pc was on fine pc had a fantastic launch it like, did um and then the you know cross play from I mean, steam yeah, to other, microsoft other, it was fine other than than the whole microsoft store mess it didn't seem to have like a pretty decent launch okay so yeah. here's here's what i will That's say about that funny because remember i was going off about that in our discord i was like yo i don't know if it's me but like i'm trying to download this shit and it just keeps putting me in this yeah, vicious cycle and then like literally a day later matt and lee have the same well i figured it out and uh no thanks to microsoft of course i just figured it out on my own (laughs) and and yeah it was this whole thing where like you would go into game pass and you would say install and the thing would just circle and loop you back and just be like okay and then it would just keep saying install and you would click on it and press okay and it would just bring you back to the same screen then i found out i had to go in the start menu and find halo master chief collection download that click on it download that first because if you try to download reach it would say you don't have the base application and you need to download that in order to play reach it was and there's nothing in there that indicates that that's the thing yeah that was something you just had to figure out and that's (laughs) part of the game that was if you don't do it if you didn't figure that out you weren't worthy enough to play it yeah Yeah. that's the uh, um so moving moving on from the the xbox series uh x announcement uh at the game awards Another interesting tidbit, uh, there were many awards and many categories announced at the Game Awards, which I was very happy about. But one of the categories that 
I was interested in the most was a lot of the esports categories. Now, esports isn't new. It's something that we all know have been around for a very long time, but more recently, it's been catching a lot of steam and becoming more popular and showing up on ESPN and Disney and all these different channels and getting a lot of big deals and money. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that was missing from these eSport nomination categories that I personally thought should have been represented a little bit better was uh, fighting game community uh, representation. I didn't see any of it, and it was kind of sad because the FGC has been around for a long time, since Street Fighter Two. And um, one could argue that that, you know, that, that is one of the many beginnings of esports, right? Because I would people say would so. play for money and there would be, you know, tournaments all the time, you know, in Japan, here in the East Coast, especially and in the West Coast and all over the place. And so I was really upset that there was no attention to detail to that community specifically. And so um, I, I just don't understand the struggles of the FGC being represented in esports. It's kind of like the black sheep of the family. No one wants to touch it. No one wants to talk about it. And it's just, it's a thing that exists, but they don't care. Um, and uh, yeah, I was very upset about that. You know, I saw a, a category for best esports hosts and didn't see a single FGC person listed there. Uh, you know, esports player of the year. It was just a bunch of Fortnite and, you know, Call of Duty people. And I'm just like, yeah, I guess, you know, it makes sense. They draw in larger crowds and I get it. Um, but I just wish that the FGC would have been, um, you know, represented in a, a, a little bit more in those types of uh, categories, especially when like even in the esports awards, the FGC is so do, recognized. What, what, who, who was what were the nominees for that? There were there. OK, um, I can pull that up, actually. Yeah. Right. Because, here. like, hold I agree on. with you. Hold That's on, something I've on, noticed myself when it comes to like esports. You know, a lot of people talk about Fortnite. They talk about, um, you know, what is some other like CS:GO, Overwatch, Overwatch, yes. uh, Leagues of Legends. Or League of Legends, not Leagues of Legends. I mean, <laughs> people come too. for me. Yeah, it it's not too. Leagues of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I have some of the Dota, categories. Dota 2. Okay, so these are the nominees that um, for for esports. What was the so, category? So there's there's a bunch. There's there's a few. So the first one that I noticed was um, uh, best esports event. And for that one uh, is actually the only eSport category at the Game Awards that had FGC representation. And And that had Evo. This one had, you know, League of Legends, um, Overwatch, League Grand Finals, Fortnite World Cup, and Evo 2019. Uh, The League of Legends World Championship won that that category. And And then we go... We're gonna skip esports coach because that's that doesn't make sense. Esports team, that also doesn't make sense. Esports host, and here we had Alex Golden Boy Mendez, Alex Machine Richardson, du- Duane, Duan Candice. Uh, I can I'm not even gonna pretend to pronounce that. Uh, and then Paul Red Eye. Anyway, my point is that there was no FGC person here. It's just like League of Legends people, maybe Overwatch person, something like that. There was a 
not not very diverse group of individuals there. And then, aren't those? Isn't that category like uh, like people vote for that? Or I uh, so that's the part that I was confused about. I'm not sure if people voted for this one or not. Um, that wasn't really made clear when they announced the winners. Because the there was the Players' Choice Award that went to Fire Emblem, and they clearly stated prior to giving out the award that this was voted on by the people. But when they talked about these esports categories, that wasn't that wasn't disclosed whether people voted for this or if it was like a committee. So we're not really sure. Um, and then you have Best Esports Player. So we got Fortnite, League of Legends, League of Legends. Uh, Counter-Strike and Overwatch. Right. And then there's five. Obviously, there's players attached to those ca- those those games. But this just to give you insight, you know, there, there there's no FGC. There's no, you know, Sonic Fox isn't on here. Goichi's not on here. You know, people like that. And uh, those people have, have really helped that community in the mainstream. Right. And um, mm-hmm. Of course, they're not winning a million dollars, right, in one game. We know that. But is that the only criteria we're looking for? I guess so. I guess I guess that's what it is. So that's that. That was my that was my critique of the uh, of the category there, uh, especially with esports. I've noticed it for a while now, and it, it's just going to continue going down this path. Fighting games as a whole seem to be getting more and more popular, but you know the you know the 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 community just doesn't seem to be taken serious. And 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 I, I really don't want to hear that they're not taken serious because it's toxic and blah blah blah. Because I can easily point at League of Legends as a very toxic community. I can easily point at. I mean, you think about a lot Overwatch, of the. There's been a lot of controversies among all of those, you know, there's been Overwatch players that have been banned for saying like homophobic and. Oh, there's a lot of them that say homophobic stuff. You know what? That pisses me off because they continue to get paid and they'll just leave the team and they'll just go on Twitch and continue to get paid and donations and sponsorships. So I'm really not trying to hear that. Yeah, I I do find that interesting as well because that's something I've noticed too. Where it's like when you talk about esports, um, fighting games is often excluded from that conversation a lot of the time. You know, they they only really talk about Overwatch and Fortnite and yeah, you know the the main, um, you know the people you always hear about when it comes to that kind of stuff and yeah. um, fighting games. It seems like it's its own niche you know they have evo and um but they're also such a huge part of the gaming community like super smash brothers ultimate was one of the nominations for game of the year this year and i think that's huge because how many how how often do you see a fighting game as one of the games up for that almost never uh, in the so, existence of the game awards i don't think that, i think that that was the first time a fighting game was on yeah, there i, mean, I could so, be wrong but. i feel like that alone is a testament to like how big the fighting game community is and just how powerful it can be because you know it didn't get there just you know by not you know it, like it's even more interesting because um 
that game came out at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah, it did. Right? It came and out somehow, some way, some out of Christmas. all the fucking games that came out this year, that one still managed to get up there. So, yeah, I, I do think that um, people need to start considering fighting the fighting game community a lot more. You know, last year they had... Um, his name slips in my mind. Sonic Fox, right? Where? Where did they have? He him? was at the Game Awards as a presenter, or I and, don't, I don't recall that, but I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll and he did a whole it. speech. You know, uh, I, I think if I remember correctly, um, and yeah, I, I think that was really cool, and we should probably do that more. Yeah, de- uh, definitely should do that more, and definitely should take that into consideration i think for future uh game awards you know obviously they're gonna have one next year so you know definitely keep that in, in mind um as we move forward um the game awards also had more than just the xbox series x as a as a big reveal there were many many video games revealed as promised by jeff um prior to the game awards uh on thursday night and uh, I basically want to go around and ask you guys what your favorite reveals were from the uh, Game Awards. <laughs> if you guys want, I can start. I can start. Oh, man. If you want. Right, if... I'm, 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 I'm going to start off because I there have we go. probably the, the most basic answer out of like out of all imaginable answers. We're ready. It is like by, by far in a way. The pro- I mean, honestly, the only game I'm actually like excited for. Mm. is uh ghost of uh, tsushima okay ghost of tsushima look good love wow it looked love good. love love sucker punch honestly the, yeah. the infamous trilogy is probably one of the more underrated trilogies over like the past but what did infamous the first one come out like 2008 2007 something like that yeah yeah or, around that time but yeah like the infamous trilogy is probably one of my favorite like game series or game trilogies ever of all time and it's honestly one of the more un- underrated trilogies over the past honestly ever like I, I like the infamous games never get their credit and honestly infamous Sec- second son for me was one of my favorite games of of this console generation specifically not mm-hmm. of the decade but of this console generation wasn't it's, that a launch game like for ps4 yeah it did that that's see that's phenomenal that a launch game yeah. actually mm-hmm. was that good you know what i mean like Usually, I don't th- actually, actually no. I, I, yeah, I don't think it was. I think it was like six months post-launch. But like it was, it was within the first year, and it was announced like well before the okay. uh, the the release of the console. But still, I mean, Sucker Punch games are just fun to play. They're just like a fun time. Like overall, they're not. Yeah. They're not like they're not as grindy as most like games of that ilk. They're not as frustrating as you know from software games. They're just a, like a, a fun time. Like you get through the game, you know. Like depending on how you play the game, yeah, you can get through it with ease. You can get through it with. I mean, you basically dictate the pace of the game, and if it's built, I'm obviously I'm assuming that this game will be, you know, in the same vein of of the infamous games. If it is, I'm gonna have a lot of fun playing this. If it's mm-hmm. geared towards more towards the you know the from software games, the the Sekiro's, the Dark Souls. Then I'm probably I'll still play it, I'll still enjoy it, but yeah. it won't have as big of an effect as the infamous games do on me. That's actually one thing that I was um, I wanted to to know more of, and I couldn't tell from the trailer. Is is this a Souls-like game, or is this more 
what you're saying like more not not exactly infamous yeah but you know somewhere in between where it's a fast pace you know very samurai hack and slash action type of game I, I i couldn't tell from the trailer because that was a pretty vague gameplay trailer like we got to see some action but you couldn't tell from that if it was souls like or if it was something different so i kind of want to know more i think the souls like thing for me it was because it resemble it reminded me so much of sekiro right yeah like exactly the way it looked you know the way uh the character moved throughout the world it was very reminiscent of that but when it came to the actual gameplay it didn't it wasn't so heavy it wasn't so it didn't feel as tactical not in the same sense as Sekiro because Sekiro feels more um methodical where this game looked a lot more like all right there's an enemy i'm gonna go down and fuck him up and then keep going like didn't feel as tedious you know what i mean so i yeah. hope i hope it 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 pulls through with that kind of gameplay because uh we'll get into this later but um i wasn't really too much into sekido personally oh we're we're gonna get to that that is yeah. a whole other thing <laughs> what what i will <laughs> say is that um the that that playstation has time obviously because this game doesn't come out until 2020 so mm-hmm. i'm sure we'll see an actual gameplay trailer at e3 mm-hmm. hopefully or maybe at one of their state of plays or whatever they decide to do now because i don't even know what sony's doing in terms of revealing games and everything so they're kind of figuring that stuff out but uh i look forward to seeing more of this game i'm glad Mm -hmm. that we're finally starting to get more concrete details on it yeah because it is it is shaping up to look like a very you know phenomenal game even just like through cinematics it just looks amazing oh yeah it looks stunning so um Zany was uh, Ghost of Tsushima the only mm-hmm. reveal really that 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 you? I mean, it's it's the only thing that I can see myself getting on launch. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. When, when when on on release. But I other than that. that, I mean, there honestly like nothing nothing else really like stuck. struck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nothing I would else really agree. stuck with me. I was gonna ask you, Felicia, if you uh, if there <laughs> so... was anything. Uh, I'm going to take my own spin on this because I will sure. say that of sure. all the things that we saw, Ghost of Tsushima was probably the one that prob- that definitely caught my eye the most. You know, there was also Godfall, but... It was like a reveal trailer, so there's not Yeah, there was much not much to, to go, go off on. Um, I didn't play the first hellblade so i can't really even talk about whether or not that's something i'd be excited about looks cool looks like a game i'd probably like yeah but i can't really talk about it because i don't really know about it so i'm gonna go on the opposite direction i'm gonna break the rules a little bit and talk about um what i think was the most underwhelming thing that i saw sure um and i think it's the fast and the furious game (laughs) and i think for me personally um the reason why i want to say that it was the most underwhelming is because the graphics uh they looked like they belonged on like the ps3 or something yeah like um 
Yeah, it was I, just, I hear, I hear honestly, you. I hear is, you. This is, yeah, this is just the Forgotten Wheelman sequel. Is it, like, yeah, Zane, like, Zany brought know. that up early, uh, before <laughs> yeah, we started. <laughs> he told us that he he. Yeah. Okay, so for people who a, don't know, know what wheel the wheel man is, can you can you explain a little bit what about what that is? It's honestly I've, the last time I played this <laughs> it's a game masterpiece. Was, yeah, probably like eight nine years ago. Like I have very vague memory of this. Mm-hmm. The only thing I remember is you're Vin Diesel. I think I th- like I could be wrong, but I think you're like actually Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Oh, whoa! <laughs> yeah. That's a plot not, twist. What? what wait, yeah, not, not, hold on! Like, you're I not could, Vin Diesel be. playing someone else. You're Vin I Diesel. Could, Vin person? Diesel yeah, as no. himself. Dude, no, <laughs> hold on! Like, you didn't say this like, earlier. You have to, no, you ha- you ha- you have to fact check this. I could be completely wrong, but honestly, dude. if I'm not wrong, I would be impressed with myself and impressed with the the studio that made this game. Dude. I'm looking it up as we speak. You can keep talking about Wheelman. But uh, um, yeah, you're basically like, you're like a, a getaway driver, if I'm not mistaken. In, <laughs> like a job, basically, like you got sent or invited or like brought on to a team for a job in in Spain, in, in Barcelona. Or mm-hmm. a city based on Barcelona, I guess. And... You basically, it's like a, the best way I can describe it is it's a bad replica of Driver 3. Mm-hmm. That is the only way I can describe this game. Though driving is wild, the gunplay is, I don't even know how to describe the gunplay. You all, all you need to know is there is gunplay, it is not good. That is all you need to know. <laughs> and just like, I don't know, it's just such a bland orange mess of a game that is genuinely orange it is the most orange tinted game i have seen you've played like if you've played fallout new vegas mm-hmm. you know what an orange tint is like during the daytime in, <laughs> yeah, in the Mojave. Yeah. it is like double that it is the most orange game i've seen in my life and honestly it is it's <laughs> it's a it's a it's a bad game like quote unquote bad game, but it's yeah. a fun game to play. It's just a like, like you just put it on, and you just yeah, like, like go around the city. Okay, so you don't play as Vin Diesel. Okay, good. But that um, would have been wild. I would have I would have enjoyed that so much more if it was Vin Diesel as himself. I mean, just, it's confusing because um, like the front cover of the game says Vin Diesel. It does. Man, it does. Say and then Vin it has Diesel, him with a man. gun. Like, but also he has on, on some very fashionable sunglasses. Yeah, the gradient. He's an undercar- He's an he's an undercover uh, agent oh, currently operating shit. underneath the CIA. Oh my god! And oh, is assigned. Yeah. I was like, it's okay. basically Triple X meets Fast and the Furious. A, and he's assigned to the investigation <laughs> of a package containing secretive documents, which the various criminal factions of Barcelona. Are intending on stealing and selling to the highest bidder. I mean, this couldn't have been a more generic plot. I mean, honestly, there's no way you can make this more generic. Like, like the, the, this, this, this is this is something. I just think it was very interesting. So, Fast and Furious game graphics were very. Um, subpar right and then leading up to that announcement the most awkward 
exchange between Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez as they shoot the shit. I actually love that. In front of everyone. That was my favorite part. At an part. award show. Um, I mean, it was cool. It yes, was. It was. But it seemed like they were just like not taking it seriously at all. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Be- I didn't like it because it was necessarily like like Vin Diesel did not look at the camera for like at least eighty percent of the time that he was up there. He was just staring at Michelle Rodriguez talking to her. Yeah, I mean, I. I- <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't necessarily enjoying it because it was cool. I was just enjoying it because like it was so obviously just like very bad and I was like enjoying every second of how bad this was. Like and then yeah. the irony of that being bad and then the gameplay reveal is like this is this is just this is the perfect combo right here. This is how you want to reveal a shitty game. So it, it's really the epitome of game, like just anything that, that gaming, the gaming industry t- tries to do um, and tries to involve people outside of the industry. It always turns out that way where it's like they're just like they don't know how to act. Yeah, they're, they're I mean, like yeah, and it's, trying it's, really it's, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez. Like I doubt Vin Diesel <laughs> and Michelle Rodriguez have like a like a positive outlook towards gamers. I think they yeah. do. No, I, I heard I heard Vin Diesel Vin D- plays D and D and D and shit like yeah, that. Like yeah, Vin Diesel is supposed. I think he's fine. Like a, gamer. Like a quote unquote gamer, I guess. But <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, it's, that, just, like, it's just like whenever you bring people weird, who yeah. aren't like actually part of the industry. Actually, no, I'm gonna backtrack on that because sometimes people in the industry act equally as weird as people who aren't part of it. Like. I think there was a part of the game awards where some guy was just talking and he was trying a little bit too hard to be cool and I was just like see this is this is the stuff that I makes mean, watching yeah, these still, kinds these of shows people. a little a little cringy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like we haven't really found a way cuz gaming is so casual and then we take it to this next level of trying to make gaming this really classy thing and i don't think we found out how to do that yet we're still kind of like the thing is that it that. doesn't need to be done in a way that is forceful i think that exactly. they try to force it they a do lot. but but what i mean by that is like you don't see for example like when they do the oscars like you don't see them being like, "Hey, let's bring let's bring fucking Drake on stage and let's have him talk about, you know, mm-hmm. how he loves a particular type of movie." Like, we don't do that. So, like, to have the Game Awards and then be like, "Hey, let's bring Michelle Rodriguez let's to bring talk about Fast and the Furious, yeah, the video game." Like, and but it's t- always been like, like that. this is stupid. Let's have Green Day perform in the middle of this. Yeah, that'll be really sick. Like, no, (laughs) just have the awards, man. Like, it doesn't need to be that serious. Let's have Grimes do some weird shit and Elon Musk. That was wild. And have Elon Musk stand up at the end of it and clap. Like, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to go over so well. Why the hell is he, why are they making, like, aren't they, like, she's his ex. Why why are they, like, forcing They might still be together. I don't know. No, I think, I think. Weird. Why are we talking about this exactly? What, like, what, what brought this up? 
me talking well, how, about how did we get to this oh, me I talking just, about i brought it up because of green day and stuff but yeah. it's a spiraled <laughs> basically all i had to say was that the fast and the furious crossroads trailer um it got memed real fast because of the graphics because they looked so outdated um, and then that spiraled into the awkward exchange Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel had on stage. And then that spiraled into like, why we invite these celebrities to gaming events and they act weird at them because they don't, they try to be hip and cool, but it comes off as tryhardy. Yeah. So back to the original topic, <laughs> which is the best things that we saw or the best things we thought that were revealed. Yeah, the that show. is that is the original topic. Lee, um, I had a few. I had a few things. Um, actually, oh, a few. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, def, def, definitely a few. One of them is Weird West. That was um, oh, Devolver. Yeah, that was a Devolver uh, game, and I'm usually not big on Devolver games. Cause I love Devolver. What? Devolver's okay. No, I, look, Devolver's awesome. Come let, on. Let's not let's not start this, okay? Because this is not what we're here. To, we're not here to talk about Devolver. I'm just saying. I it was love an Devolver. offshoot of that. Here's okay. Really shout quick, out to. Really quick, Devolver is fine. The issue I always have with them <laughs> is that they come off as tryhardy a little too much. They're like the friend that you have right in your inner circle that at the core, they're cool, but they take every little thing that happens and try to be edgy about it. And I hate that about Devolver. I truly detest it. When e th- when the E3 thing happened and they did their whole little spiel thing, and then in the middle of it, for some reason, it was like a fake Eric Andre show thing that was happening for like 15 minutes. I was like, all right, guys, like, I get it. You know, you're 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 the edgy kids on the block, whatever. We don't care. Like, just show me video games and let them be good. Like, I don't give a shit about what you're doing and making fun of and all this extra stuff. And that is why I'm not a fan of Devolver. Also, there was a the thing that happened at PAX. You remember with what? a particular game. I don't even want to say it. Okay. I was doing camera work and you were interviewing them. It was a few years ago. Oh, but that's a developer. Right. But that's also part of their culture. They're okay with that. They 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 were like, Yeah, this guy can interview you. Okay. Like he's listen. fine. No. That that's that's one thing. We we should we should that's have another, another conversation. We should that's have a separate a, topic. A separate topic about 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 that. But that adds to one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of Devolver as a marketing, as, as their marketing strategy and shit like that. Their games are fine. I'm not saying their games suck. Their games are actually pretty good. Their marketing strategy, though, however, I'm not a fan of. And that's what I will say about that. Weird West was cool. It looked very interesting. I like their take on this whole Wild West stuff where there's like this fake underground culty, you know, weird creepy shit happening i honestly happening. don't remember that seeing looks cool. this trailer i i, I think wish i think you were doing something i was working were, yeah i think you were doing most something. of the show but um yeah i need so to I don't think you really out. got to i don't think you really got to see the trailer for that but that was one thing the other thing is humankind i thought that that was pretty cool um but that's mostly because i, I haven't really played civ or any of those other games so this seeing this kind of looked really awesome 
Um, and uh, those were the two that stood out to me. Everything else is kind of like I, I either knew about. Uh, Bravely Default 2, I didn't know was coming out. I don't think anyone did. But uh, Bravely Default 2, I was happy to see that Square is bringing that out. I know that some people were un- not too happy about it because they said that graphically it looked weird. But it just looked like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. So I'm like, that's fine. Like, whatever. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking through the reveals right now. Uh, Gears Tactic. I mean, we heard about that already. And we've seen gameplay before. So Meh. it wasn't really much of a reveal. It says a world premiere trailer. But, I mean, we got a little bit more information on it. But, I mean, it's just XCOM with Gears assets. I mean, that's, that's really what that is. Um... New World, the Amazon MMO. That was forgetful. <laughs> um, the Wolf Among Us 2 was actually really interesting that that came out. But then I was reminded that Telltale assets were purchased by another company. Yeah, man, that's 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 the thing. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about playing a. I did more research on that. So I did more research on that, and turns out that there are you know telltale devs that were working on these games that are working on the wolf among us season two the issue i still have with it though is that we don't have at least i couldn't find any details as to how many of those devs were still working on it and if there were even people that worked on the original ip to begin with or if they were just people that were working on other stuff like it's really weird and they're not giving that much information. The whole thing is very shady because they're still using the Telltale name. That's the shadiest part about it. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 a very it's, weird yeah. situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just uh, the whole thing that happened with Telltale um, was disgusting. Disgusting. Um, and things like this are complicated because you have developers that are still working on this stuff and that are relying on the success of this project to you know hopefully keep working on more projects and you know keep their job Mm -hmm. but at the same time you know because what happened with telltale uh was not a result of the developers it was the result of bad management yep and most of the time that's what these things are and i think we all can acknowledge that and you know a lot of the time the people who end up suffering are the people who work on these projects really hard yeah and um no matter what happens the people at the top remain untouched most of the part most of the time you know they get to walk Mm -hmm. away with a nice chunk of change and they get to move on to their next biggest project and then the people who fucking sacrifice their mental health and their actual health and um a good few years of their life walk away with nothing because our industry needs to unionize and yeah it's just it just fucking sucks either way but wolf among us too yeah it's coming out cool just don't know how i feel about it i mean i love the first one you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I tweeted about it. I mean, I'm very conflicted um, because, you know, this that's that's something that was announced a long time ago, never came out. And then when Telltale went under, I was like, oh, this is, this is absolutely never coming out now. And mm-hmm. now we get season two 
And I'm just like, damn, I kind of want to play season two, but also like, damn, this is really shitty. Um, am I just, you know, am I just enabling this behavior, right? Am I buying into it and allowing stuff like this to be okay now going forward? Like you yeah. can just do this, right? Yeah, exactly. It's weird. It's, it's very strange. Um, but you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll, we'll see what that's about. Um, moving forward, yeah. there was, uh, <laughs> there, I don't know if you know this, I've been, I probably have said it like 18,000 times, but there was a Game Awards a couple days ago. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys know this, but the Game of the Year was announced. And um, of course, Sekiro won. Of course. Of course. You mean of course. Yeah, everyone knew that was going to happen. Come on. That was the discourse prior to it. Oh. Yeah, that was the discourse prior to the Game Awards was that Sekiro was the front runner. But um, uh, (laughs) anyway, uh, yeah, Sekiro Shadows Die shadows die twice i always mess that up shadows die twice that game won uh game of the year 2019 i mean completely i I think that that was a shocker not because the game is you know (laughs) a, a a dumpster fire of a game but because you know many people didn't even offer that up as their game of the year so for it to win game of the year was kind of like whoa what what happened here Right, that kind of just shook things up a bit, but mm-hmm. um, I want to know what you guys' thoughts are on Sekido winning. You know, do do you agree that it deserved to win? Um, I mean, <laughs> if if we're talking, if we're stripping game the game of the year title to its core, and we're saying, okay, this game that came out is the absolute best game that has come out this year. Yeah. Year of Our Lord 2019. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> then, the year? I didn't even know. Yeah. Then, to an extent, yeah, I kind of do agree. I haven't played yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah, Because I'm not really much of a fan of, of you know, games of that Yeah, like genre, Souls-like. Yeah, yeah, Souls-like games. games. Yeah. So, I, I, I knew, go like, I knew, like, game, game, game was announced, game came out, I knew I wasn't going to play it. Right. But from everything I've seen and heard of this game, it was, it still is phenomenal. Like it is one of the better games, one of you know, the best yeah. game that, that yeah, came yeah, out yeah. this year. But I don't know, man. Just it, it to me feels like this was the vindication that that community needed. Like that community now now has the argument. That, Are you saying that's in their back pocket now? Like yeah, yeah, yeah you now, know what? Yeah, no, I, like I agree. Our game. Is the best game, and I don't know if I want that community to have that kind of. I hear you on that. I didn't even think about that, that, but I hear you on that. (laughs) Like I don't want that community to be any more loud and belligerent and confident in what and like the the constant bullshit they have to say. This game of the year thing just emboldened all the stuff that they they've been saying about. Getting good and like other kind of like game, game, not easy mode, game journalist mode. Like like that kind of game, I feel like it's just it's not accessible to 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 a lot of people. Like that, like having the time to, or the energy even, or like the mental capacity to like go through the same boss fight two, three thousand fucking times just to figure out when the boss lunges so you can dash. 
Like nobody, like not a lot of people have that time or energy to, to, to go through that process. The people that do, good, good on them, good for them, I guess. But not a lot of people have, you know, again, like not a lot of people have the energy to play that kind of game. Mm-hmm. But again, if we're if if we're stripping that title or that award to its basics, then yeah, I guess it 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 did it did to an extent deserve to win. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I mean, the other nominees, they're just not as not great. <laughs> like they're not. I guess I don't know. They're not like you can find flaws, like m- much more flaws in the other games nominated than you can find in 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 Sekiro. Which I guess want, makes I mean, I could name the other ones too, just just so yeah, everyone let's, knows, let's, right? Yeah. So let's name the other nominees. So for game of the year, it was Control, uh, Death Stranding, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Resident Evil Two, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, and then The Outer Worlds. Uh, so we have one, two, three, four, five. So six games. Six games were I mean, nominated yeah. for uh, game of the year. The only other game I can see winning it is Control. Like it's mm. honestly, it's it's between those two. Like again, it it goes back to, to the, like the other games are enjoyable; they're good games. But I don't think Outer Worlds has had enough time on the market to be considered. It's been what out for a month. Came out like a month and a half. October, like, end of October. Yeah. So it's been like so yeah, maybe like about two months or so. Almost two months, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I don't like in my opinion, it just hasn't had enough time to to resonate with that many people and i'm, and I'm like and i'm speaking from from like a personal standpoint i have outer worlds i've played outer worlds are probably my favorite my favorite game this year but i just haven't played it enough to be like okay this is definitely you know a game of the year contender it's a fun game it's a great game but i don't know it just hasn't been out enough it's the, the same argument can be made for for death stranding but i don't know <sighs> Resident Evil, I guess, it's weird. It, it'd be kind of weird to see not only a remaster, but a remaster of, of a horror game win Game of the Year. That, to me, would be weird. I would love that. I but mean, that's be, my bias. That's my it, personal it, bias, but yeah, I would I love mean, that. It, it, going into it, it definitely felt like it was... Like, the underdog title was either uh, Super Smash Bros. or, or for Resident Evil. Like, like two, like the, both of those games kind of feel like they don't belong in, in that category. From like, what's the word? From like, what we're used to seeing. No, from like a traditional that, standpoint, yeah, you just yeah, wouldn't yeah, see exactly. those aren't the games that you yeah. would usually see yeah. nominated exactly. for a game of the year. I, I hear you, but I, I think the the same could be said for like Control, for example. Like, you know, Control is a great game and it's been rated well, but you know that that was a game that came and went. You know, like people played it. And those who played it loved it, and those who didn't know what it was or that it was even out didn't didn't even hear about it until like these past couple months when the nominations came out. Yeah, and, Control um, was con- one of those games. Control when was, it was that. came out, there was not much talk Marketing. about it. But then when you know game reviewers started to talk about how great it was, that's when the hype around Control started to. Here's, get here's, a little bit bigger. Here's, I want to. Sorry, no. You you can go ahead. Basically, a lot of what I think is uh, similar to what Zany said, like Sekiro. Um, why I don't agree with that nomination 
is because it's not accessible and not not accessible in the ways that he said but also not accessible to just of you know people with disabilities um that was a whole thing where you know people were saying like this game is impossible to play there is no why don't you introduce some um you know options in the settings that will make it easier for people right just in general like outside of you know just making it easier you know mm-hmm. and the and the developers were just flat out like people who want that aren't like that's not the point of the game and like to me that rubbed me the wrong way because it's, it's such like a we're shithead response. Yeah, exactly. And um when I think of game of the year, you know, I do think about a game that's mechanically sound and stunning and just you know, it just ticks off all the boxes of like, all right, they made sure to launch a game that is finished or close to finished, not this half-assed like, you know, we're just going to ship it with a bunch of problems and patch it out later. No, when Sekiro came out, Sekiro performed well. It was beautiful. Da 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 da. It it definitely checked those boxes off. Um, but when I think about a game that deserves Game of the Year, I don't think of a game that excludes such a large portion of the community. I think of a game that everyone can play. You know, think about all the games that have got Game of the Year in the past. There was God of War. There was Breath of the Wild, Overwatch. I feel like those are all games that the a large part of the gaming community rallied behind because a lot of people could enjoy those games. Um, they weren't so difficult or so inaccessible that um, if you talk about Breath of the Wild to someone on the street, chances are they they know what you're talking about they've probably played a little bit of it or have seen someone play it etc etc when i think of sekiro i don't think that you know what i mean like i i I feel like a lot of people are like oh yeah it looks cool i probably got through the first three bosses and stopped playing because it got too hard like how many people actually beat that game and voted for that it's a good question you know what i I mean like i mean for game of the year, you know that that's not like I'm just so a player's. Skeptical. That's not a player's choice. That's that's yeah, more that's of like thing. a yeah. That's if, you know a, was... there's there's a whole committee for it. So I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of the people who voted, yeah, you know, probably beat the game and thought it was really great. Um, I think yeah. it's Stockholm syndrome. <sighs> I mean, that's oof, that's an accusation. <laughs> no, no. All right, I, I'm I'm being sarcastic. Accusation. Yeah, I just, when I think of Game of the Year, that kind of game isn't the kind of game that I think of. I think of something a little bit different. But to what Zany also said, this year wasn't a strong year for gaming. Really. Man, the games that were really? out. Yeah, the well, games that like, were. There's, yeah, a lot of games came out with so much hype that mm-hmm. ultimately just didn't perform well, either sales-wise or even like just gameplay wise man i but just like, i don't feel that way about this year i mean other than other than like 
I mean, for like game what? of the year material is I should I should clarify. I mean, like there were games that I got into this year that came out last year. Like I loved Final Fantasy fourteen, got into that this year, love it. Monster Hunter, got into that this year, loved it. You know, um, a game I wish did a lot better was Anthem. Didn't do that hot. A game that I wish did better, Fallout seventy six. That shit that fucking is, sucked. That is a can of worms. We will not allow this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a totally different you know, conversation. Like, there were things that I was excited for that just didn't do it for me. That would have been just, that would have been for me. And that would have been, if it was good, my game of the year. The Outer Worlds, it came, I agree, it came out too late in the game. That's one of those games that you need to have at least three or four months yeah, you need time with that game. You need a yeah, lot of time with that game. To and, really and, mm-hmm. enjoy something like that. And especially with games like that, you're going to need like multiple, like at least two or three characters or like mm-hmm. runs to appreciate like the scale of that game and everything that game has to offer. Absolutely. I 100% agree. Death Stranding 2. That game was so convoluted and so crazy and... You know, there's Honestly, a lot. The, I feel like the only reason it got nominated is because, like, of 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 the pre-release hype. Like since its oh, yeah. release, I I just I have not seen people talk about that game. It's like, a polarizing it. game. It's a game that you people either like it or they don't. And, and there's no middle ground with that. They game. call it high concept, and it's just like it's one of those games that like okay, so the. A lot of the reviews that I read for that game were basically saying that it's a game that makes you work. And it's true because a lot of that game is you trying to basically bring packages from one place to the other, but it's not easy. Like you have to be careful and there's a lot of shit to consider and a lot of things that you need to do. And it's one of those games where it's like, is this actually fun to play? Or is the message behind this really the 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 thing the drive, that's important here? Uh, right? Yeah. Like when you think of games, you think of something that's fun to play, something that you look forward to playing, where Death Stranding was one of those games that was like, you're really playing it for the experience and just to see what happens. It's like I don't know. Again, it's polarizing. Some people loved it because of how weird and hard it was and some people how hated it because it, yeah. it just, when you think of video games, that's not the first thing that comes to mind. Like, this is not how I want to spend my time right. unwinding Yeah, yeah <laughs> is yeah. playing this game. Um, but yeah, this year was, it was interesting. I, I can see why we got the, the choices that we did. Um, I just don't agree with the one that won. Like, I felt like there was probably a better option in there somewhere. I just, I don't think those options had enough time to really leave the mark that they they probably could have. So, so I'm actually, I guess, surprise, surprise, uh, <laughs> not really. Uh, I'm actually at the opposite end of where you guys are. Okay. In terms of not necessarily who won game of the year. I agree with you there. I don't think Sekiro should have won because uh, mainly because of the reasons that you guys have listed in terms of the type of game that it is 
and how that game, while it does have mass appeal, mm-hmm. I also question how many people have actually finished it. Me being one of them, I have that game. Got pretty <laughs> far in it. They're very far in it. But I, dr- I subsequently dropped it for one reason or the other and have have not really picked it back up. In fact, like I picked up Neo and started a second run through of Neo before I picked up Sekiro again. So I guess that tells you how I feel about Sekiro. I think it's a an amazing game. I think that From has From Software has come a long way when it comes to making their, you know, their patented Souls-like game. You know, I saw the progression in Bloodborne from like Dark Souls and then from Bloodborne to Sekiro, I see, I continue to see the progression there, and that's fine. Um, but what they're making is a specific type of game for a specific type of crowd of people, and I think that that's my biggest issue with it. Winning game of the year is is the mass appeal. I don't think is is quite there mm-hmm. when you talk about game of the year for the points that you brought up, Felicia, which is like you look at previous winners and you see you can see clearly why they won you're like i get it you know people the mass appeal of god of war is undeniable the mass appeal of uh legend of zelda breath of wild undeniable the mass appeal of overwatch also undeniable and then when you get to sekiro you start to see well this is kind of very specific type of game mm-hmm. i it's kind of question to a niche audience. I, yeah I, I question how it wins such uh, uh, an award for a category that usually goes to games that have a mass appeal. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this game has a mass appeal. Um, but to be honest, when you think, when you look at that lineup, none of them really do. Yes, they do. There's one game in this lineup that does. Oh, Smash. Super Smash it. Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, I mean, that, that to me, it. I'm looking yeah. at this list and I'm thinking about the criteria Damn. of what you a think game Smash of the year. You snubbed? It's so, oh, sort man. of. It's, it's I do. Arcady. It's no. I. I. I'm gonna be honest with you. I sort of do think it was, and 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 it sounds weird to say that out loud, especially as someone who was caping for Resident Evil Two for personal reasons. But when you think <laughs> of, but when you think of what we just talked about, arcadey or not, flashy or not, one button mashing or not, <laughs> it doesn't matter. What we're talking about is mass appeal. Is the game you know, built? Is the game built right. in a way that's accessible? Con- you convinced me. Is the game built? <laughs> is the ba- is the game built passionately where you where that passion screams out at you? Is the game something that brings forth what it set out to be, which is this family oriented fun game at one corner, but you know this professional, you know thing at the other end of it and it meets in the middle somewhere this game did a lot and it has its own adventure mode which people forget Mm -hmm. and it still has a spirit collecting has online modes if you if you want to talk about what a game of the year looks like Mm -hmm. mass appeal i mean think about the flaws that ultimate has smash ultimate like from from a game perspective i i I can't think of many other than the wi-fi battles but that's a switch problem not a smash problem Mm -hmm. so yeah when you when you talk about game of the year i'm looking at this list and i'm looking at smash bros ultimate and saying did it do what it set out to do and the answer is always yes 
Did it exceed what it set out to do? And the answer is yes. So I think Smash Ultimate personally should have probably won that. But I'm also not naive and I know why it didn't win it. Mm -hmm. So I I totally understand why it didn't win it. Why? Because the the thought of a fighting game, let alone a Smash game winning (laughs) game of the year would fucking put the gaming industry upside fucking down. <laughs> Things will burn. I think, think about what think I about think what Y2, because like okay. Think about what Y2K was gonna be. And that's what <laughs> that's what would happen if if when they open the envelope it said Smash Ultimate. Like listen, that's exactly what would happen. Listen. Smash deserves some kind of acknowledgement. All right. The Smash think, series okay. like over the years has done this amazing thing of like just creating this community and like they shaped that game like you can't deny that the passion of the people who fucking of sakurai have shaped what that game is today and have made it so damn good right like they yeah, they, they pester this fucking guy to the point where he has to get hooked up to an IV because he's fucking working on this shit 24-7. But, like, it's just, it's, it's bonkers to me. Like, the Smash community, I've watched Smash tournaments at local conventions. I've seen them online. And just the energy that, that that community has about that game is wild and super contagious and super awesome. But yeah, you're right. Like even outside of that community, people are playing Smash at family get-togethers. People are playing Smash, you know, with their brothers or sisters casually. Um, it's just one of those games that you just have around and you put on because it's fun whether it's you know on a competitive level or on a casual level and kids love it grown-ups love it no matter what age you are you i mean probably not past 40 or 50 maybe i'm wrong maybe there are people that age that do love smash but um it yeah it's one of those games i would say It, it has mass appeal and then um if I go down the list again to touch on the Outer Worlds, I personally don't think it came out too late. I think it, I think the timing is okay because, okay, a, a run through is like 10 hours, 11 hours. That's what they say. I mean, for me, when people tell me a game what? is short, look it up. A run through is 11 hours. <laughs> that makes I, no okay, sense. when people, okay, I swear let me tell to you. What the hell are you doing in 10 hours? You're like, okay. I, I that's swear. just core story. That that's is just, that probably just side core quests. story. Yeah, no that's side not how, quests. That's not how you and that's play. not how you play those type Look, of games. Oh, and I, yeah, I cannot, I, no. I don't, I, I do not like when people say that. Oh, it takes ten hours to beat this game. I, I, when it comes to RPGs, I do not think that is the way that you should rate how long it takes to beat a game. Like we're not looking. Yeah, but you. But We're also, not looking at Witcher games and being like, "All right, well, it only takes us like not." Nah, well, if you're something gonna be, you're, if something's you're optional, playing. you can't you can't just inherently say, "Hey, you're gonna do this," so I'm gonna go ahead and do the side quest and tell you what it is with everything all together, and that's the. But main that's not story. a complete experience, and that's why a, a lot of these. Experience and that's why a lot of these games. <laughs> no, oh, that's yes. why a lot of that's why we got games like 
Assassin's Creed Odyssey that is like so much filler content because people are out here, you know, oh, it's only a 10-hour game. I'm not going to spend $60 on a 10-hour game. It's a 10-hour game if if you don't if you're not actually enjoying what you're playing and you're just you just want to beat it. And like games like that aren't meant to just to be blown through. They're 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 the type of game that, you know, enjoy the world. Enjoy the world that these developers created. Enjoy the characters that they they created that they put time and effort into. Like we're not here to just do a, a I mean yeah there are people who want to do a quick run through of a game but like are you really getting the full ex- the complete experience if you do that I don't think you are I think people get what they what they want to get from a game from the beginning regardless of it so like if someone is going into the game for Odyssey is something you brought up if you go into that game and you're look and what you're looking for is what you're going to get out of it so if what you're looking for is an action game where you go in and you use a bunch of skills and you fight things and you do whatever. It'll probably be a 10 hour game and you probably won't give a shit about the world and you might still like it. Or if you're looking for story, which I know you're keen on and I'm keen on as well, you'll find yourself lost in the atmosphere if it's a fun if place to be If you're looking for story in a game like that, then why are you playing it? For the action elements, the stealth elements, those those things are things people will play that for. I don't I'm, know, man. If if you're looking for that, go 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 play a Splinter Cell game. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, yeah. I could I could play a Splinter Cell game, but I'll have to bring out my Xbox as dusting in the closet and go That's just find reason, a five dollars. Okay, Splinter so Cell shout game, out so. to Gabe because he'll never <laughs> okay. hear this, but Gabe literally he was a freelancer that i know and he literally never stops talking about why they need to make a new splinter cell game good luck um <laughs> he's like he's like when will they announce it because the splinter cell people they keep like dicking around and talking about like making a splinter cell game and then they're luck. like now nah, we're just kidding we're not gonna make a new yeah, splinter good cell luck. game <laughs> um but back 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 to my point about the outer worlds i think it came out at a fine time i, I don't have an issue with the timing of it um, I just think that the truth about the Outer Worlds is that it's one of my favorite games this year, for sure. And I had a lot of fun playing it. Uh, and it did a lot of things perfectly, but it didn't do a lot of things that were new or unique. And that's, that's just fair. the truth. That's yeah, just that's the fair. truth about it. And yeah. when you think about it that way, um, it makes a lot of sense why it doesn't win a category like Game of the Year. Because you start to break that down and you see, did I have fun playing it? Absolutely. Was it was it polished? Of course. Were the dialogue options fun to play around with and everything and the, the RPG attributes? Everything is fine, but it doesn't do anything new. And so for that alone, I mean, I guess it is what it is. It just felt like a progression of Fallout New Vegas, which I love Fallout New Vegas. And what I'm really interested in is to see what Obsidian does going forward. I know that they... I talked about their new survival game, the one where you're really small, like micro level. It's called Grounded or something oh, like that. Spore, I, I, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it's all. Like spore, yeah. I mean, if you if you see it, it's pretty like nuts. So, um, I could see why that didn't necessarily win, though. You could obviously make a case for it. Um, then you have Death Stranding. I mean, Death Stranding. I think is a contender off of scale alone because it's when you when you actually look at the game and see it it's beautiful it's huge 
Um, it carries its message, its core message that Kojima has, which is surprising in and of itself because the fact that people got a core message out of it from playing it was kind of insane, but um, it seemed to do that. Control did a lot of showcasing for Remedy, I feel, as a, as a development studio. Um, Quantum Break was supposed to be their big showcase game, but, you know, that that was rated well, but that was a real game that kind of came and went for Microsoft, and that was an exclusive, and not a lot of people heard about it or played it. And then you get to Resident Evil 2, which, <coughs> Zany, you said that, you know, it's a remake and it's a survival horror game, which is two, you know, excellent points. I mean, those survival horror games don't really get taken serious seriously uh just like horror movies don't get taken seriously survival horror games don't get taken seriously um the remake part of it is the interesting part for me because i feel like this is the first time that we got an example of how a remake should feel and how it should be done because it wasn't a it wasn't a scene for scene one-to-one remake this was for all intents and purposes a different game uh, at its core, it kept a lot of the story elements, but it was a different game than the original I mean, I mean, yeah, Resident Evil just, 2. Just so, f- mm-hmm. just from so, the fact of changing the perspective, it, changing it's, it, yeah yeah you can you can consider it like a well, like an entirely new game basically. Well, well, no, it's not just the perspective; it's the story too. I mean, like every mm-hmm. everything was everything was different, and. Um, it it was it was interesting that they did that because it was kind of risky because it's a game that's beloved for, from that community and um, the fact that it went over so well and they made sense of something that didn't make sense was also surprising um, and um, just the art direction the audio direction there I mean I could rave about it for hours and hours but I yeah, thought we it was really liked that game it it left well, I the biggest say, loved that game yeah it left the biggest impression on me. Um, of this year and um, I think a lot of the reason why it doesn't get talked about with that high of a recognition are for the two things that you mentioned earlier Zany I really do I feel like it being a survival horror game doesn't know justice and it being a remake also makes people go like ah well it's you know of course it's good you know it's a remake of a game that was already good I think the detriment uh, so it's to a detriment I think I think that falls on Capcom because they named it Resident Evil 2 Remake. Now, I feel like they're they're trying to fix that with the, this Resident Evil 3 game that's coming up because they are not adding the remake bit to the end of it. And I think that's a good idea because when you add a remake to the end of a game, um, remakes have a reputation. I feel like that reputation is changing with, you know, Resident Evil 2 and now Final Fantasy 7 you know they're these companies are starting to show gamers that remakes aren't just HD facelift they're not just one-to-one like we're gonna one-to-one yeah we're gonna be lazy and just remake like they're they're doing more than just that to these games and you know okay okay then 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 let me throw this out there okay do you think that off of the success of 2 and the presumed success that 3 is gonna have Mm-hmm. Will they go back and remake the Resident Evil One remake? So I brought th- I. That's so crazy. You say you're saying that right now because <laughs> I literally just talked to Felicia about this like this earlier this week, 
where I was like, one of the biggest issues that I had with Resident Evil 2 Remake being a thing is that they didn't just... Okay, because if I'm in production, right, what I would have done, and of course I don't have the money or experience or any affiliation with Capcom whatsoever, but if I was somehow in that room, in the development dev one team room, Mm -hmm. I would have sat down and said, all of the things that we're doing with RE2 sound, look, and feel great. But we shouldn't do it. And everyone will look at me crazy and I'll say, because what we should do is redo the first one mm-hmm. from start to scratch. Get rid of remake from the title and just call it Resident Evil. Reboot the whole fucking thing. The problem with it. Here's where the problem is. Prior the year before Resident Evil 2 remake came out, Resident Evil 7 came out and it mm-hmm. did really fucking well. And it was a good game. Now they have a dilemma because people want re8 and they want the follow-up to seven so now they're stuck they're like well if we reboot it then what we did in seven is out the fucking window now we got to start over and they're still in that mentality of like we can have both and in my mind you can't have both you gotta you gotta pick one direction right and to me the logical progression is to just reboot the damn thing and call it Resident Evil, start from there and go back up. And that's what I would have done. That would have been great too, because then that erases six, which is a fucking shit show. <laughs> so I would prefer that route personally. The, yeah, but the, the, you the, know. Only, the only thing I want erased from existence is Operation Raccoon City. Oh, I forgot about that, but you're right. <laughs> you're so right. I, I forgot I that existed. Damn, we, nah, we got to revisit that. <laughs> that should don't. be our next podcast. We have to. No, we got to revisit that. Next podcast, we talk about Resident oh Evil God. Three and uh, totally Project Resistance, and uh, what we want from the Resident Evil series. Yeah. A love letter to Capcom. So, um, that 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 was a great discussion about the game of the year from the game awards. <laughs> but now let's have our own personal game awards right now. Yo, I'm right? shook because my my and we're gonna go ahead and. Trash. All three of us are going to pick <laughs> our individual game of the year for 2019, right? Okay. Um, okay. Be- before we go ahead and do that, I want to. Oh, before, oh. Before, before I say my pick. Oh. I want it. I want it be known that I have okay. spent the entirety of this year playing games that have come out <laughs> in 2018 and 2017. Oh man. <laughs> I, oh man. Yo, but okay, same, though. okay. Let's change it. No, well, let's change it then. How about we change it to? Our personal game that we played this year of the year. How about that? Yeah. My game from 2009. There you go. Hey, okay. Is <laughs> so it Wheelman? So, <laughs> so, so to clarify, <laughs> to clarify, we are not limiting ourselves to the games that came out this year. Not if you don't want to. No, yeah, but you to the games any. that we played Which this you played year. this year. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. I think, well, I think that's more fair. I think that's more fair. All right. Okay. All right. I like that better because I'm I know Zany's. It's, it's Wheelman. Vin Diesel. I've been working on my backlog. I still got games from 2014 on my backlog. <laughs> I just got to sit here and think what the fuck I've played for the entire Okay, <laughs> well so what have I done? Well, uh <laughs> shit, I yeah, have you're no right. memory of what I've done, what I've played. Oh, well, damn it. You're good? Okay. I'm good. I'm good. All right. So, you can go first. 
Oh shit! No, I don't like this. <laughs> all right. Well, how about you're like I'm good. We're Felicia, like all right. You could go first. Felicia, then. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what your pick is? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh, you're thinking. Okay. Well, I'll go with what. I'll I'll start off. I'll lead with what I was gonna say. Sure. Let's. Um, that's a good starting point. So I was going to say uh, that my game of the year, which will not be a surprise if you listen to our last episode. Um, but you know that shit was like four hours long. So if you didn't listen to the whole thing, uh, that's fine. I understand. Uh, slay the spire. Slay the motherfucking spire. So uh, hold on. Let me, let me pull up. Because if you did not play slay the spire and you don't know what slay the spire is, that's fine out. because it's an indie game. So it's not something that uh it's it wasn't it wasn't a highly marketed game like a triple a game it wasn't anything like that so it's a it's a hidden gem it's you know one of those games that flies under the radar but the people who caught it or caught on to it uh it was it was really raved about as a 10 out of 10 on steam if you if you need to know just how good it is if you need uh um but i did not play it on steam i played it for the first time on the nintendo switch and it came out for the Nintendo Switch this year. Um, so basically, uh, I'm going to read what the wiki says about it because that will probably be a much better uh, explanation than I can ever give for it. And it's a roguelike game published by Humble Bundle, developed by studio Megacrit. And it's basically a deck building game. Um a single player deck building game which yes it is a card game but it has interactive elements that make it also a video game you know what i mean it's not just like it's not like something like hearthstone it's like you get to pick from different characters and they have their own unique abilities and then basically you climb through these different maps um and each marker that you stop at at the map is like a different thing so either you're fighting an enemy or a set of enemies or there's a treasure there and you get a new card or a new rune i think is it a rune or a relic relic yeah yeah yeah. you get a new relic that can give you unique properties they can be good they can be bad um and you build that you build your decks and you use the decks to fight the enemies um What's a more popular version of this that I can point to? What is that Kingdom Hearts game? No, you're talking about uh, <laughs> Chain of Memories. Don't don't play that game. <laughs> I love Kingdom Hearts. I'm I'm a huge fan. You know this. Uh, it, well, if you play Chain of Memories, kind of like that. It's like okay, you got a card, and a card will either attack for a certain amount of points, or it will, you know. They have they have properties like they, they have, have like properties. not all of them at, uh, do attacks right like some, some of them defend. have defense or health or you can whatever. only play three cards each round unless you get like a special uh, exception like a, a relic or whatever whatever please just check it out it's a great game it's great to pass the time it's one of those games that you play before bed or where you're like on the train it's or- a game that uh, has something a term that's coined i I didn't coin it but someone else did of it it gives you the case of the one mores where it's just like even after you die you're just like i could do one more 
Yeah. And you'll just keep playing like I could do yeah. one more. And each playthrough is different. You just keep doing different. that. You know, it, it, you don't know how far you're going to get in each playthrough. Maybe one playthrough you get to like four different enemies because you just had a bad deck. Or you might get through like four different maps and unlock a, some cool new shit. And, you know, it's just, it's really good. And uh, this is the worst game review I've ever given. It's really good. The this is a good game. game. <laughs> I swear it's game. a good game. I swear. <laughs> but yeah, um, that would have been my game of the year. Yeah. Uh, if it were limited to just this year. So I hope that gave you guys enough time to think of something. I mean, my, my, <laughs> pick, my pick stands because, you know, it's 2019. Oh, shit. Confident me. guy. Should I go? Yeah, sure. Because wait, 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 wait a minute. I have some, some echo issues for some reason. I don't know if that's on my end or yours. I don't know. Is it? I just okay, my my think... mic got my headset got disconnected for a okay, quick second. Then, then. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah. Okay, that's what yeah, happened. Okay. Yeah, we're good, that was we're weird. Good. We're good. Yeah, we're yeah. back. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we're, we're back. Uh, yeah, my game of the year is Resident Evil Two. Still, I mean, I it's it just is. Um, I was playing it today. Well, I was playing it today a little bit for a little while on PC, and um it just it just it has this this feeling this atmosphere this like you know it, it this story to it that i just gravitate towards and and i enjoy the puzzles are fun uh to figure out especially when you find these notes and and the addition of like the lock pads with with the different like you know uh, um the, the the different letters and the different combinations and you got to you know find notes and stuff that revealed puzzles and figure things out and you know stupid mr x is very scary and <laughs> you know he scares the crap out of me every time i was talking to felicia about this many times throughout the year but one of my favorite things about this game is the audio because it does this thing where it creates the illusion that um it it it, it basically um I'm trying to think of the term what you would it conditions you into thinking that something is always behind you even when it's not. And a lot of games do it in different ways, you know, sometimes they do it by like slamming stuff or having audio from far away and screams and you know all these other cheap tricks, but Resident Evil 2 doesn't try to cheapen that magic. It it does it in a way that it'll it'll give you validation towards what your thoughts are sometimes and then other times it won't and it, it almost makes it feel real because of the randomness of it mm -hmm. and um even though it's random it's still like there's a purpose behind it it's it's a weird thing it, it feels like real life like you can't predict what's coming next but not because you're scared of a jump scare but because you know you just you just don't know um uh, what 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 can happen in your environment it could be a good thing it could be a bad thing and like all of these elements are captured really nicely within this package of a game um also like the two perspectives of it like you know you, you, whether you start with leon or claire um you do you have the second run so once you finish the story with one of them which spans from eight to ten hours you know depending on you know 
what mode you're playing and you know how many <laughs> how many times you die from Mr. X or whatever. Um, you get the second run, so you get to find out what your partner was doing during you know during the second half of it and and it really ties in that story together very nicely and what i said earlier is true like it it makes sense of a lot of the vagueness of of the resident evil 2 story from the original and this changes the story up but for the better and um it really gives you something to look forward to and it has a lot of tie-ins to the later games in the series and explains a lot of that so um, it just, it just felt good to play that game. And, um, I'm a fan of survival horror. I, I play a lot of horror games, but you know, never have I really said that a horror game or survival horror game is like game of the year material until now. And, um, anybody on Twitter that wants to tell me that Resident Evil 4 is still the better Resident Evil game. I will gladly argue them up and down. I don't give a shit. Resident Evil 2 is the best Resident Evil game that came out, the one from 2019. And anyone that tells you that RE4 is the best one in the series is is a lunatic. And and that's the a hill. A lunatic? Yeah, that's the hill wow. I'm willing to die on. I'm, I'm willing to die on that hill. Those are some strong words. I feel very strongly about it. Um, And, and it's because I think people... Um, I have issues with bad takes on Twitter. And they infuriate me more than they should because I should really just scroll past them. But there, there are there are people that are still saying RE4 is the better game. No, it's not. And <laughs> yeah, that's Resident Evil Two is my game of the year, and that's the end of that from my end. Zany, did you have wow. your game Wheelman? Wheelman. <laughs> I'm joking. As much as Flappy much Bird. As I wanna, oh, I should have picked Flappy Bird. Damn it. <laughs> as much Fuck. as I wanted to give Wheelman, it's it's very, very <laughs> I just love that you told me about this game. This is great. The name of the game itself is hilarious. I like really Wheelman? I really wish we had footage of is, this are game. Are they referring to, to the steering wheel or the wheels on the car? Oh, it's... Is it is it not uh, is it does it not have a PC copy? It might, yeah, I think it does actually. Can you mod it? <laughs> I think it I think That's it so does, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Are there mods? That's the next question. We are. This is the only podcast that has ever appreciated Wheelman. I think you're right. Honestly. Like this, like, I think our title should be Wheelman is our game of the year. Yeah. I I am going to do that and also have it be the thumbnail. <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, so no, seriously, yeah. Zany, you have uh, yeah, a if, pick. If, yeah, you have a pick. If we were to, 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 to stick to the to the 2019 part of it, mm-hmm. then like it would like I have no other choice other than than Outer Worlds. It is by far and away the game I've played most mm-hmm. that has come mm-hmm. out this year, mm-hmm. and it's a good game. I mean, like to to go back to your point of it not introducing anything, you know, anything new to that to that kind of RPG. I mean, like yeah. I've, Absolutely, but it perfected a lot of what uh, f- the Fallout games, like Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas, introduced. It perfected yeah. mm-hmm. a lot, and like the the immediate comparison is to Fallout New Vegas. But in my mind, 
especially when it comes to the companions, like the people you meet, the people who help you out, like your party within the game, my immediate comparison is Dragon Age Origins. Ooh, like yeah. With yeah. with the with New Vegas, honestly, like sitting here, I cannot think of a single companion from Fallout New Vegas. Like I know there's one girl. From, I can't. Yeah, I can't either. From from uh, like the the Brotherhood of Steel, and there's uh, like the guy and the dinosaur, the sniper guy. I don't, I don't remember his name. I'd like those are the only two companions I can think of, and I don't even know their names. But the companions in Outer Worlds and the companions in um, in Dragon Age Origins, you have immediate access to them. Like you can, like sure. That is the, true. Yeah. The 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 dialogue options aren't like they aren't. They don't have really that much variety, but still having access to, to, to the people who supposedly are on your team yeah. at all times. Yeah, yeah. Like having like you see them, you can talk to them, they interact with each other a lot, which again, you don't really see that in the Fallout games. You see that in every yeah, Dragon yeah, Age yeah. game. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So that to me, like the companion aspect of it and the, like the relationship aspect of Outer Worlds reminds me a lot of, of, of the Dragon Age games. If we're talking like just the game I've played most or the game I've enjoyed the most throughout this year, which I mean enjoyed played the most is is the same for me. Right. It's, right. It's, it's, it's Dragon Age Origins. I have played Dragon Age Origins. I don't know how much of like of Origins <laughs> I've played this year because I I got into Origins pretty late. I played Inquisition first. I finished up. Ah. I played through okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, in like 2016 or 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Inquisition a lot. Then I went back and played Origins. Then I went back and played Dragon Age 2. Which, nice. listen, yeah. Dragon Age 2, as much as people like to shit on it, it's a, it's a great, it's a fun game. It is like a, like mechanically, that game I'll, works. I always, yeah, I always felt like people gave it too much of a hard time. I'm like, come exactly. on, it's not, yeah. it's like, not terrible. Game, it's just, you know. Like if 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 you don't like Dragon Age Origins, like if you don't like the story of Origins and the characters in Origins, you're gonna struggle to get through that game because the combat <laughs> in Origins is a whole mess, especially yeah. if you're on PC too. Yeah. Like the, well, that's how PC I played it. Controls. Unfortunately, the PC controls of Dragon Age Origins in two. Oh my goodness gracious! They are just. They are. I don't even know how to describe them. Like, <laughs> they're. Just There's play something. them on console. Play play them on console. Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age Two. If you do want to play them, play them on console because on PC, it doesn't even have controller support. So then don't, don't even think about that. Like you have to use the mouse and keyboard, and it is. And you're gonna mess. like it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a you're gonna mess. learn to love it. <laughs> yeah, I know one person who played them on PC, and literally the the she always tells me if she doesn't use mods that basically insta kill every enemy in the area she does not play the dragon age games on pc yeah no it's rough it's rough <laughs> combat, on yeah. mouse and keyboard yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's like the controls for for origins and two on pc are again they're just a mess but yeah if, if we were to go just in general dragon age origins would be my my quote on that would be your game. pick yeah mm-hmm. yeah just the amount of time i've spent playing that game the amount of time like honestly it's just such a good game. It's just a, it's a wonderful <laughs> game. It's a ten year old game at this point, but it's yeah, such, a, yeah, such yeah. a wonderful game. I mean, like, it is. Oh, would you say that's your game of the decade? It is up there. It is absolutely. Up there. Ooh, wow. Well, no, Look it's it's, it's not in this decade. So no. It's not. It's not two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah it just barely makes it. <laughs> just. I mean, on okay. Not hear you. We'll, well, yeah, well, because it came out in December of two thousand. Okay. So we'll just throw it in there. 
by technicality. Yeah. Fair enough. By proxy, basically. Yeah. Almost game of the decade. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Game of the decade, man. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Oh no. If we're doing game of the decade, we're gonna do like multiple. I guess I can't just stick with one. <laughs> I yeah I, I yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like I, I at least five we have to do at least five. I feel that on 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 yeah because there's there's no way I'm picking just one. Yeah, and that's gonna change on like an hourly basis. <laughs> that's not, yeah, that's by not the minute, <laughs> a new game will creep up. Um, um. So, wow, we really ran through this whole agenda. I can't even believe it, and we did it in record time. Uh, I thought this was going to be like a four-hour podcast, but it turned out not to be that long. <sighs> we talked about a lot, guys. We did. The Game Awards gave us a lot of content to work with. Thank you to the Game Awards <laughs> for just handing us yeah. in a silver platter a whole podcast to talk about. Um, I think we made some good points today. I think we learned a lot. Um, and hopefully you guys at home... Who are listening to us i mean not even home why did i say that it's the anywhere. age of the internet it could be anywhere you could be in space i don't know <laughs> um but wherever you're listening to us uh, hopefully you're not you know upset with any of our choices uh you probably will be uh you'll probably be upset about what we said about sekiro but or you know maybe what not. maybe our listeners have similar mindset or maybe not. who knows watch 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 this end up on a like a like a from software subreddit we're gonna get oh damn oh, we probably will damn we're gonna get damn 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 i didn't even think about that that's all right <laughs> oh shit they're gonna parry us and then just give us a final blow <laughs> get good well uh, you know i think that this podcast brought up a bunch of topics that i think would be great to touch on in our yeah. next podcast because this is our last podcast of the year it definitely is our last podcast of the year um but it's also our second or third podcast of the year third podcast of the year we picked it up close to the end of the year but we plan on to continue um recording these and i do want to talk more about resident evil and remake games in general i do want to talk about games of the decade games of the decade is a great conversation with yeah um what else we touched on other things yeah i mean um we talked about the reveals so we talked about xbox series x and the future of 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 you know gaming and where consoles are headed i mean i think that's also a great conversation to pick up on and other podcasts as well i mean talking about the state of you know console and hardware and what what that looks like versus streaming in the next couple PS5 of years because we're gonna start Xbox Series X. Where do we stand on that? I mean, I don't even think so. So my take on it, really quick, is I feel like the conversation <laughs> wouldn't even be that. I think the conversation is gonna switch over to, um, you know what what the state of of console and hardware looks like in in the next couple of years. Mm. You know, um. You know what 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 does that look like? What's that gonna feel like? You know how how close are we to streaming being a more accessible thing, right? Because Xbox has the Project X Cloud stuff happening, and Microsoft's working with Sony to to help them with their streaming stuff. So 
we have stuff to talk about, guys. There's no yeah, shortage of conversations to have. Next year is going to be pretty intense. Let's and hopefully Zany can join us for, for some of those conversations as well, because it's been a pleasure to have him on this podcast. Yeah, thank you, Zany, for joining yeah, us. Yeah, again, thank you guys for having me. It's, oh, absolutely. It's been, yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's It's been a ton of fun. And, you know, the the real big takeaway for me from this podcast, because I had a pleasure not mention hosting that. this, is that... <laughs> Wheelman was mentioned. <laughs> and um, you know, I, I'm just I want to thank Vin Diesel personally for, for being a part of that game and for lending his likeness for that game because god damn it, we need more games like Wheelman. Uh it's wait, it's, so wait, so so Vin Diesel's been in what, like three games? Probably so didn't he have a he Chronicles was, was, of Riddick yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. It had like two mm-hmm. two Riddick games. Then the Wheelman game, and now and the, a, the the whole mess of a of a, of a Fast and Furious. Well, the game. Fast and the Furious game, Jesus, we didn't even really get into that Fast and Furious game, did we? Good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I think we're good to end this off here, guys. Uh, what do you think? I think we're we're good to go. Um, we talked about a game of the years. Hopefully, everyone uh, enjoyed the 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 game awards and this year in gaming 2020 is going to be very interesting i'll tell you that ghost of tsushima is coming out neo 2 we got last of us 2 um we got a bunch of stuff coming um so so hopefully uh 2020 will 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 have a lot tighter game of the year race we'll see but um yeah we'll talk to you guys in 2020 Thanks again, Zany, for joining us. And um, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Peace.